Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to Tulsa's Home for Fox News. And I'm Dan Potter, host of the KRMG Morning News, where we now tell you the three big things you need to know every 15 minutes all day. And I'm Jimmy Dupree in Washington, D.C. When we're not doing the news, we're talking about the news. Stay connected on air, online, and everywhere you go with the KRMG app. And we're starting right now. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues on News 1023 KRMG. The following program is sponsored by Cecil & Sons Discount Tires and Tulsa Gas Tech. The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies, your CNG expert, here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. Well, now you don't have to know where you left your keys. You may want to wrap your key fob in aluminum foil. We'll tell you why. Coming up on this edition of Wheels, good morning. It is 7.07, and we're making our way through a little bit of rain shower activity. Light rain in the Tulsa area moving around. We'll we'll take that, some light rain. And it always kind of makes loosens up some of the grease and things, oil, what have you, that's on the streets. And Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology, good time to slow down. Uh, Certainly, if you're driving out there this morning, you never know. You may hit actually a little slick spot. Well, when I was coming into the show, uh, right there on the BA at 15th Street, I mean, it was just barely, barely missing. You could tell that's what happened. The oil loosened up and a car spun around, hit that bridge. Yeah, and it'll catch you off guard. Really it well. will instantly. And, yeah. it's you know, you're coming around a turn right there, and they had the police and everything all blocked off, and you can't see it till you're right on top of it. Yeah, so be careful out there. Hey, you got some, uh, speaking of oil, you got some specials at Tulsa Gas Technology, an oil change special. That you betcha. Have. We're doing a full-blown uh, fleet service, and it's a $10 off the fleet service, and that's a has oil change with it, that's synthetic oil change. And really, all you got to do is make your appointment this week. So if it's next week or the week after before you can get in, make your appointment, get in there, take advantage of the uh, fleet service, just tell them you heard it on the show, and they'll write it down and hook you up and that's a sin pro oil that's sin pro do you even sell any other kind of oil uh, we'll put in uh mineral oil the good mineral oils normally it's a valvoline type oil good high quality oils uh, but yes the most part we sell sin pro yeah that's the best it's the that best. is the best right there 708 here on wheels and troy cox with cecil and sons discount tires in sand springs and in Swalpur. good morning good morning denver it's a it's a time of year when we're of course, uh, watching uh, weather, it could either be super hot. They were talking about it, thinking it was going to hit triple digits this week, where people are always uh, 
watching on their air conditioning and antifreeze and all that kind of stuff to get that going. So that's something you're probably checking a lot at Cecil and Sons. Seeing a lot of AC jobs this time of year. Uh, if it's uh, weak at all, low on refrigerant at all, you're going to know it in these 100 or close to 100 degree temperatures. You know, we talk about flushing our radiators and changing the fluids in there from time to time. Can you mix? I saw someone the other day with some of the kind of pinkish looking antifreeze. Now I know there's two or three different kinds of antifreeze. Can you mix those? There's actually more than two or three. There are a multitude of coolants out there, but if you buy what's referred to uh, as global um, antifreeze, it will mix with most most of the stuff out there. That's the green kind, right? The green is the old ethylene glycol. It's pretty much not been used in at least automobiles for a decade or more maybe closer to 20 years. Really? Yeah. Uh, GM came out with Dexcool, which had some issues. You know, they were saying it was a five-year, 150,000-mile uh, coolant, and people were running it five years without changing it, and they were having some head gasket issues and, and such because the uh, corrosion inhibitors break down over time. Uh, we've seen hybrid organic-inorganic uh, mixes come out, which are referred to as global, that will mix with most of the stuff out there. But, you know, if in doubt... You know, use a global, ideally check your owner's manual and go with, you know, the specifications that your automobile manufacturer recommends. But again, the brands marked global or universal will cover 90 plus percent of the vehicles on the road today. They came out with a brand of antifreeze number of years ago it's been quite a while that uh you know if your pets got into if it dripped on the floor it wouldn't be quite as deadly as uh, as the older kind is that still out there and does it work very well i've heard that story but i've never seen it uh, i've seen antifreezes that have bitterants added to them so they taste bad but in terms of a pet safe uh, fluid it may well be out there. I've just never seen it. Okay. Well, I've seen it out there. I just didn't – I'd heard it didn't work as well, didn't necessarily have the uh, the ability to keep it, from, you know, the, the antifreeze-type uh, component to it that you would need in the wintertime. So. Well, I mean, the, the problem is people think, okay, I'll have it checked. It's not going to freeze till zero or minus 20. I'm fine. Yes, you don't want it to freeze, but the issue with what it's doing inside your motor in terms of the corrosion inhibitors, in terms of the lubricants for the water pump, those chemical packages do break down. So, yes, it does have to be changed. There's an interval in your owner's manual that's required. That's not, oh, you might want to do this. You know, that's required to keep any kind of warranty in force, and really that's what the automobile manufacturer has determined through testing is the maximum normal usage time frame, whether it's your coolant, your spark plugs, whatever. Um, don't assume your spark plugs can go 100,000 miles just because you saw advertisement somewhere that said they can because that's not going to be all vehicles. Some need them at 60. You know, some need them at 30. Uh, look at your manual and don't neglect that. So always uh, run the risk of, if not a failure, at least a much more expensive repair than had you just done the basic maintenance. That is true. Uh, Lloyd Bolton here, the king of the crankshaft, the guru of the garage. Which mic are you going to be on there? You got two I'm of right them. Here. You got two oh, of them. You, I'm on the wrong you, one. you can talk on either one. Here I am. Shotgunning. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Try that one. We well, got I so got many two. microphones in here, it's hard to tell. It. Talk, anyway. talk on them all there. No, he's talking about that antifreeze. Yeah. That, uh, I've seen people do that, and it turns into a jello when it won't flow. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, pretty that's interesting. Bad. Yeah, it's, is... it's not a good thing. <laughs> we got a uh, text message here already this morning at 95920. A 2007 Ford Taurus. It's got 65,000 miles and a problem. While driving the car, it will die while in transit. Wait a few minutes, and it'll start and drive again. Does that... 
multiple times on a single trip around town. Is this a fuel pump related issue? Well, it could be. They have uh, modules on them that control them now. And I've read and we've seen that happen. It's a matter of testing it. And sometimes you can get in the computer and read them and see exactly when it happens. But it is a problem. We've heard of it multiple times. We fixed a couple of them. But there is a problem with that, and it's it usually is fuel, but it may not be the pump, so it needs to be checked. Could it uh, be a fuel filter? Not likely. Fuel mm-hmm. filters don't give a lot of problems, and when they do, it's usually pretty consistent. If you get a filter with enough debris in it, it's not going to be something that's going to come and go. You're going to know something's going on even driving down the road. Okay. Yeah, they just so. need to look at fuel flow, fuel volume, and um, again, there may be some fuel trim information in the computer that lets you know it's leaning out. But it could be something as crazy as you know a vacuum line collapsed or blocked up that's not you know letting the uh, the proper sequence of fuel going back into the tank and venting occur. Uh, Crud, we were talking last year. Honda actually had a recall because in some regions of the country, there were specific species of spider that decided it liked their vent system. And they were actually having them clog up and <laughs> mm. not uh, release the, the vacuum. And they were stalling and starving for fuel. Yeah. Usually fuel filters or fuel pumps are pretty much a definite pattern when it happens, especially on the – so a lot of the fuel systems now run 60, 65 pounds pressure. And they can have some weird patterns, and they will run on maybe 40 or 50 pounds, but they just won't run right. So it's usually that's just a hands-on testing thing when you find it, except for the newer cars. Do the uh, Are the fuel pumps easy to change now? I mean, not pumps, the uh, filters, rather. It used to be you could just kind of go in there and do it, but without the pressure you was talking about there. Some of them are pretty readily accessible. Some of them you need two extra elbows in your arm, one about mid forearm and one about mid bicep. (laughs) And your arm needs to be able to stretch an extra foot. (laughs) And some kind of weird tool that probably only the manufacturer has when they install the thing. Yeah, some of them are very obscure places, hard to get to, and you really need to take it into someplace like that. They used to put plates above the pumps, and once in a while we'll see a car that still has them. If they would just do that, life would be so much easier. That's the favorite rant probably in every garage I've ever been in. We wish the people that engineered and designed mm-hmm. these cars had to come live in a shop for even a week because it would totally rede- redefine how vehicles are made. Yeah. When you have things you know are going to fail, you know they're going to have to be changed, making them inaccessible is the height of stupidity. <laughs> yes. And make them come in July when it's Oh, yeah, definitely. The yeah, time when it's the hottest, you know, of course. Uh, don't they, some of the manufacturers create situations where to be able to access certain things they actually had to invent certain tools that would be able to get around and under there to to be able to yeah they make adjustments weird and, shaped stuff and on fuel tanks sometimes you can get the tools to do it but some of those are difficult to get off and you don't want to be beating around on them because you don't want sparks so there are a lot of things like that that they do spark plugs are probably the worst yeah, they used to be so easy to change. Yeah. Anybody could do it, but now they're really uh, down under. And boy, well, you got spark plugs, for instance. We had one this week that you had to pull the intake and several items to get to it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, wow. That's pretty common. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's boy, it's uh, well, Ford F two fifty. You're coming through the bottom. You know, there's 16 spark plugs in that, and so you're coming through the wheel well basically to get some of them. Really? Yeah, and I haven't seen one of those. Yeah, they're tough. 
I don't want to see one. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring He's one just to adding Lloyd. something to his list. Nope, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Lloyd is uh, the inventor of PC41 Plus, the headlamp restoration product that he invented and uh, works really well. Takes uh, care of uh, damaged uh, plastic lenses. It goes over your headlamp where you've probably seen them out in a parking lot. I notice them all the time now because we talk about it, but uh, where it just looks hazy. It just yeah, looks cloudy. It's, uh, you know, one of the things that we've discovered, and I mention it every week almost, is that if you allow it to dry, put two cuts on it's just like daylight and dark and we've had them go over a year like that once we take the time to do that but when it's warm like this it dries pretty quick <laughs> all right and, uh, 718, a little bit of light rain in the Tulsa area. Let's go ahead and take a break here on this Saturday morning. If you got a question you want to ask us, you can text it to us at 95920. Try to get it within your 140 characters. We got some text messages where parts of it didn't get through to us, so we'll not even not be able to answer those. Or give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. You're listening to Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. That sounds a little weird, doesn't it? Sound like you're underwater playing that music there. Hey, we're back with wheels here and fleet maintenance from Tulsa Gas Tech can keep your vehicles running a lot longer, run good. You know, they can help you with all that commercial paperwork that you have to do with a lot of the commercial vehicles. And uh, we got the link on our wheels page, krmg.com. And uh, that continues on and on, Tom. You have uh, people with even small commercial businesses. If you got trailer or anything, so many DOT rules and regulations you have to know about. And you've kind of whittled it down and made it a simple thing. And you can help people become compliant so that if if and when you get stopped, and it happens very frequently anymore, uh, you won't get some of those hefty fines out there. You betcha. We got the... After our little event here a couple weeks ago, we got one of our love notes in the mail from Kansas. Uh, it was $150 for a taillight. Really? Yeah. That's the fine? That was one of them. Oh, so we man. got more coming in. But, yeah, they <laughs> they definitely uh, they send you those love notes in the mail, 150 bucks here, 150 there. So to minimize that, we're trying to teach you the right way to, you know, have to do your walk around and everything. Um, you know, we just got a new company truck uh, this week. And so it starts a new file, and you have to build your file on that truck from the day you get it. So uh, we have to inspect it like we've never seen it before, Okay. even though it's a, a new truck. I saw a trailer the other day, a lawn trailer, but it was a big one. Yeah. I mean, it was loaded, but that doesn't enter into any of this. Well, if so. that truck stays in state okay. uh, and they're under their total GVW rating of their load, truck and trailer combined is under 26, um, they don't have to have all the compliance paperwork, you know, but if they haven't been doing the maintenance and they haven't been taking care of their vehicle, if that vehicle's in an accident, they will get scrutinized oh, pretty hard. Okay. Oh, yeah, they'll get after them right then. So it's it's good to have all that information. And you know what? That's just for commercial vehicles. It's a good idea to have, you know, certainly maintenance records for any vehicle you drive, whether you're just uh, going down the road to the grocery store. You I mean, bet. You know, doesn't it make you feel good when you're buying a used car and the owner hands you a book and says, this is what I've been doing to this car? Absolutely. That changes my whole value of that car. Yeah, you know that it's been taken care of. Absolutely. So uh, anyway, get more information at Tulsa Gas Tech. Also do the 
the uh, you know uh, conversions of CNG for many of the vehicles out there. Still doing a lot of the Ford F-150s, I guess. Well, the F-150s hasn't been as popular as the 250 the last year or so. Really? Yeah, the 250 has really, really been popular. There's a plug-and-play system for it. It is, um, it is as good as the OEM. It is. I mean, it's just fantastic system. Uh, there's a question at 95920. Uh, someone texts us and says, can my CNG tank expires next year? So what do, what do they do? Well, the, the, the way the law is, is that tank is out of life. So it's out of service the, the, you know, the month that it's over with. We can change that tank out. We have a, a, a bunch of good used tanks, a uh, year or two old that we've taken out of vehicles, and uh, we can put new tanks in. You know, so we have a hard talk about your vehicle and talk about how you use it uh, and the payback of what this investment is to put a new tank in. But 99% of the time, it's worth putting the tank in, especially at a buck fifty-five a gallon for CNG and two sixty-four for gasoline. Yeah, you'll make or that more. up in no oh, time. Yeah, are those metal? Well, the ones we sell are are composite, so it's a carbon fiber outside, and then it'll have an aluminum or a composite inner liner. Okay. Yeah, the so one in your light. truck is, is uh, carbon? Yeah, carbon fiber. Really? Looks yeah. metal. Okay. Yeah. That's the reason I ask. Oh, interesting. All right, 725 now. Anybody use a fob on their car, one of the newer cars? A lot of them now have the fob. Uh, this is My fob just opens the doors. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. got one of those where you can, I can actually start the engine on my, yeah, my, on my, my truck. Too. Yeah. yeah, That's cool. A lot of them are that way now. But uh, a lot of them have this fob where you have it on your person, and that's what uh, gives you access to your car. You have a button that starts the car and that type of thing. But uh, apparently they've got... Uh, new hackers that are out there taking this it sends a signal to your car to let it know you're in the in the vicinity you bet. that it's you and they've got uh cyber security experts and the uh fbi are saying that this uh a lot of people are hacking into that and you may need to put aluminum foil around your fob and or if you've uh, got the little anti-static bag that a computer part came in, you can yeah. pop it in that. Yeah, that'll work too. And I think they even make some things, uh, special coverings for your key fob. Uh, that'll do it. But aluminum foil is a cheap way to yeah. do it. Oh, if, yeah. you, if you don't yeah, have anything, I use wonder them. about if you're that smart, why wouldn't you just use your inner, your brains or whatever you want to call it to make a really good living? <laughs> it <would laughs> seem like it. Well, there's a lot of crime that I see there. I well, think I guess that's true. They could I use guess. their efforts for other things. Yeah, you when know? I hear stories like this, I just say to myself, for true car guys, the key will never die. Yeah, <laughs> key is the way to do it. Well, we talked several uh, weeks ago about some people not thinking – especially on hybrid cars, not realizing the car was still on, yeah. thinking they'd turned it off because it's quiet. Yeah. And and it's sometimes you have to make sure that button is really pushed. But they, uh, um, they say that thieves can buy legitimate devices that amplify the FOB signal from a FOB. It could be sitting in a purse, could be in a pocket, or just about anywhere. And then they copy that code from the FOB and potentially could break into your vehicle Covering your key fob with foil can prevent the thieves from gaining access to it. So this is an issue that auto industry and insurance companies are certainly watching real closely. And I know people personally that said, I don't know how people dro yeah. someone broke into my car, sitting right in my driveway, bought, stole things out of it. It was locked. And unless they had a fob, how would they do it? So th that's I a possibility. Some, some of them, though, that you can't do that with. And there's not a lot of them that you can. Yeah. yeah. 727 on this Saturday morning. Latest news from our 24-hour Fox News Center next on KRMG.
Good morning, 736, and we are back with wheels. I'm Denver Fox. Troy Cox with Cecil and Son Discount Tires. Got uh, all kinds of things we talk about that you service for uh, people, including tires, of course. You got some great deals on some tires right now. Yeah, there are two particularly attractive rebates running right now. Cooper has a pair of rebates that, if you're able to take advantage of both, can get you up to $175 in rebates by mail. Goodyear is also running a pair of rebates that, if you're able to take advantage of both, can get you up to $160 rebate by mail on sets of four. So, thinking that big summer road trip's coming up and your tires are questionable, this is a good time to do it. Ah, absolutely. And get more information about uh, all of the rebates and things that are available at CecilandSons.com. Uh, right? Absolutely. CecilandSons.com. Hit the coupons and promotions page. It will take you to the current rebate offers, and there's about eight of them. And you also handle Lloyd's PC41 Plus, the headlamp restoration kit. If you want to get them done, you can do them right there in the store. Absolutely. We can provide the service, or if you want to tackle it yourself, we sell the consumer kits, and the stuff works and works well. All right. Uh, let's take a call here at 918-460-KRMG. Mary is on the line. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Welcome to Wheels. Yes, sir. And you've got an F-250, right? Yes, sir. 99 Ford F-250 single cab. And she, uh, From what I've been told, she is an original CNG. Apparently, she was factory gas, converted to CNG, then saw the dealership. So... She's strictly a CNG. I'm having two problems. Okay. First, she's a recent, a recent acquisition. My van dropped a ball joint. Thank goodness I'm doing less than 25. Yeah, but really. I needed to re, I need, I'm got class, and I needed to replace the vehicle. So she was bought off of Craigslist, and I've got no paperwork. I've got no documentation with this truck. And other than the fact of not filling it over 80% worth of fuel, first thing I do when I get it is I put fuel in it, and after that, it leaks. Okay, well, I you need to bring it by my shop um, on a leak. It, and actually, what you really need to do is you need to make arrangements to drop it off and leave it off and let my guys have it for a few hours. Uh, we can definitely yeah. find the leak and fix the leak. Normally, it's an O-ring or something simple. Um, well... If, uh, if I, the only thing I can think of is I put in more than eighty percent worth of fuel. Well, the system won't That's let you put um, won't let you overfill it, like all the dispensers and stuff. Uh, yeah. So that system ought to be able to take one and a half times the pressure. So you can't overpressure it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's got a it's with the age of the truck, it's got an O ring or something uh, that's you know failing you. So get it in as fast okay. as you can. Don't park it in a garage anywhere while it's doing this. No, she, she strictly stays outside. Okay. My second question is, because I bought this used, I thought it was a clear title. And I, I take the title in last Thursday to see what it's going to cost me. And they say, because it's seen two dealerships and not a person, it's not a clear title. Hmm. Did you just buy the truck? Middle of last month. Okay, you. I would go back and talk to people you bought it from. Spot on Craigslist. I on called Craigslist. him, okay. and he has yet to call me back because, so far as I know, he's the second address on the line, and it claims a dealership. Do they have they a dealer number? And then they then they claim an affidavit of error, and I can tell you the affidavit, the the gentleman who supposedly signed this, the deal from was an unauthorized signature. 
Okay. Because the car dealership that was on there first was in the tag agency, and she claimed that was a fraudulent signature. Does he have a dealer's license, whoever you bought it from? I didn't see any, and he didn't tell me it was a dealer. Okay. But the addresses match up. That's uh, very unfortunate. I don't know there's a whole lot you can do. I hate to tell you that, but that's that's really unfortunate. It's tough. Call the state and ask them if there's anything they can help you with. Uh, They've got some really stringent rules. I've called, I've talked to the police. I took the paperwork down there. They claimed that as of that date, it hadn't been stolen or listed as stolen. But I'm out in 2000 if I can't clear the title. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be tough. You can't get a tag or anything for that. No, if it's it's not clear. And the tag expired the end of June. To add insult to injury. Mm. Yeah, if you've got a relationship with a good tag agent, and there are some really good ones out there, mm. they may be able to walk you through the procedure. It's not going to be easy, but um, mm. there should be a procedure to get that cleared. Um, the police suggested a Title 42. Yes. Whether yeah. That's, yeah, that's what it's getting ready to go to. Not, I don't know. Yeah, go well, down to the Admiral Tag yeah. Agency, uh, and it the line is long, uh, but... Um, see if you can struggle through and get them to help you. Yeah, Title 42 is the way to go. There's people that do that. They're individuals, and they'll be able to tell you also. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you want to give me a call on Monday, uh, we just actually had to do that on a vehicle that had been abandoned with us. I can get you the name and number of the lady who was very helpful in helping get that through. Um, I want to say the cost was somewhere between two and $300, but yeah. she got it handled for us. Okay. All right. Good luck, Mary. Sorry. Sorry that uh, happened to you there anyway. So that's a tough thing to go through. And boy, when you're buying a car on Craigslist, you've really got to be careful, don't you? Anytime you're buying from a private vendor, a private individual, you've got to be super careful. Always run the VIN number. Always. And that will tell you not only uh, recalls and things, but it'll tell you. It'll tell you pretty close information if the title's clear and different things like that. Yeah, okay. you can take that to yeah. a tag agency, and they should be able to tell you whether that's a clear yeah. title or not. And so you should do that before you— Before the money changes hands. Before. Well, yeah. and you can close the deal at the tag agency, too, and let them notarize it and let them check it all right there when it happens. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. All right. 743 here on Wheels. We have talked so many times about, uh, you know, recall airbags, and apparently even the feds are getting a little— fed up with all of this they're calling on automakers to speed up the replacement of recalled airbags and even some of the lawmakers are saying tougher action is needed and they want to make uh, public plans on how they will replace millions of these defective Takata Corp airbags that should have been fixed already and a dozen automakers including BMW, uh, AG, Ford Motor Company, Honda, uh, they've missed the December 31st, 2017 deadline to fix about 19.5 million defective airbags that regulators deem to be the most at risk of a ruptured inflator, a defect linked to more than 20 deaths worldwide, and about 6.2 million of those airbags remained on the streets as of early June, according to the data on the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration's website. And, Troy, I think you were saying that they, they've really been actually going door-to-door on some places and putting up signs even in, in shops like yours to yeah, get Honda's, people aware of this. Honda's been really proactive uh, on this. And, uh, of course, they had some of those early Civics, the early 2000s, that were you know particularly 
well represented in the injuries, and that's not a Honda fault. Again, it's a Takata issue. But they've sent out posters to independent shops like mine to post. They've actually, in some areas, had dealership employees going door-to-door, even doing some field replacement on those. So as the supply has started coming back up, we're seeing all of the manufacturers make greater efforts, but it probably is not happening as fast as it should. Yeah, we received that same information. They're really trying to get it done. And some people just don't pay attention to recalls, whether it's that or some others, numerous recalls. If you typed in your VIN number on the website that we've given so many times, uh, you'd probably find something on your car. Well, you may find the whole page. (laughs) You might find a lot of things. (laughs) But still, you need to know it because there's there's recalls out there that – they're not going to send you a letter. They can't possibly do it. But well, they will get it out. The information will get out. Well, especially if you've bought a used car and it's changed hand two or three times, you know, they're trying to chase you down through that chain. So, uh, again, safercar.gov, put in the VIN, and now you are proactively armed with the information you need. Is this this issue or is this not? And I think some of the recalls, you know, government overreach, whatever you want to call it, uh, covering people's butts, so to speak, uh, are so ridiculous that it hurts everything. I mean, there was a recall not too long ago for a little over 2,000 Mazdas because the sticker in the door had the wrong spare tire information. Hmm. So you're getting the setter going, I got to go to the dealer, get a different sticker? That's stupid. Why did I throw it away? <laughs> yeah. Well, then the next recall notice you get, it wouldn't be unusual for someone to say, oh, this is just crap and throw it away again. So a lot of this stuff is not critical to safety but they still recall it so i do it you know this could be i see this if you're uh, negotiating to buy a vehicle even from a dealer or a used car dealer somewhere uh you look up the vin numbers and you see uh well hey i see this car has two or three recalls and everything you could use that as a negotiating uh ploy or factor to say either fix this or give me another discount or something exactly you could do that i I I mean there is a liability in that for dealers there's a liability. Well, I would think there would be. Yeah. Yeah. Best bet, though, is if it's got a recall, either demand to be fixed or go to another vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah or idea. if you got one that says the bear bag, just get out and park <laughs> it. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Text message at 95920. Uh, wanted to know if Cecil and Sons can uh, clean Regan? They're talking about the Regen- regeneration. Regeneration do, filters. Do okay. the regeneration okay. process on the particulate filters. On diesel uh, trucks. Right. A lot of the diesel trucks have a cycle they can go into to self-clean, but if the particulate filter gets badly clogged enough, it's got to be taken off the vehicle to be manually cleaned with special equipment. Um, we have the pour-in BG substances or chemicals for the diesels, for the diesel oil, the diesel fuel, what have you, but you actually need the regeneration machine. I would look at the uh, diesel specialty shops in Tulsa, find one that has the BG machine to actually clean those or a competing brand to actually clean those. But I suspect it's going to be a specialty diesel shop as opposed to a more general shop like mine or Tom's or Lloyd's. Yeah, because it's just a big expense to have one of those type of machines. In right. There. I mean, if diesels are your bread and butter, it makes sense to spend thousands of dollars on a machine to clean the regions. If you're like me, and we do a lot of brakes, a lot of suspension and tire work, oil changes. We don't get into the engines, so it doesn't make a lot of sense financially for us to go spend several thousand dollars um, on a service that we get almost no call for. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those deals where you do it. If you can't do it right, don't do it. 
Here's another. You got the same philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. This is another text message. This is one, the one that uh, we only got part of the text message earlier, but now they retexted, uh, and I'm glad. If it's too long of a message, it breaks down into several text messages for us, and we uh, sometimes don't get all of them pieced together. So here's the best we can do is uh, put it together. It's a 2009 Murano brake, battery, and headlights flicker, and it's consistent roar at 40 miles an hour and he wants to know it could be the alternator it could be also on that particular one now the alternator can be tested and you can watch it and see what's going on there are on the end left side of the dash there's three plugs on the end of the dash take those out there's three bolts there and they're grounds and that may be where the problem is make sure they're tight oh okay that's a common thing because the roar could be the bearings on an alternator going yeah. out, but it could be something else entirely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Usually, yeah. like he's describing, it's going to be a ground, or it may, like Troy said, it could well be the alternator. Yep, yeah. yep, could be. By the way, did you know the caller a while ago and referring to the vehicle kept referring to it as her? Yeah. As a, she, yeah. As a she. I caught that. And it may be, I don't know, do people... Uh, I don't know if you if people kind of assign a gender to their vehicle, I suppose. and We have people that name their cars... And one lady come in one to pick her car. It's been years ago, and I never will forget it. I thought she was talking about a person, and she was there to pick her car up. Well, in her mind, she was. She and, was. you know, those those kind of customers are the kind of customers we love the most because you know they're interested in taking care yeah. of their car well, because true. they're personally invested in their car. They're attached to that vehicle. They've yeah. given it names, and they they want to keep it and keep it up to snuff. So that's good. And they'll call and say, is so-and-so ready? Yeah. <laughs> Like but it's, it's good. They're, they're, it is. That is good. People. Yeah. 7.50. It is Saturday morning. A little bit of light rain in the Tulsa area right now. 82 degrees in Tulsa. You're listening to Wheels on an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. about compressed natural gas vehicles or any problems with any of the blue energy fuel stations all you have to do is text cng to 313131 and you get all the information and you might win even one of those tank folds of cng you betcha we'll pour it right in there if you got the right tank <laughs> just plug you in and fill it up yep you're not gonna overfill it though never can overfill never can it. overfill it all right uh you feeling tired when you drive to work in the morning if it's because you need more, it may not be because of coffee or something like that. Your car itself may be what's lulling you into a sleepy state. They've got a research now that says vibrations in a car makes it, as it moves along, can bring on sleepiness in just 15 minutes. And they did this study about steady vibrations at low frequencies, the kind we experience when driving cars and trucks, induce sleepiness even among people who are well-rested and healthy. Now, we've all been drowsy from obviously not getting enough rest. But even if you're rested, apparently, you could get sleepy. Well, I will tell you, my wife and I would not have survived our first daughter because Mm -hmm. she wouldn't go to sleep. And it was a matter of checking her in her car seat and idling around our neighborhood in her 65 Mustang to lull her to sleep. We've done that. A lot of kids are that way. I've heard that. Or put them on a dryer. Someone said put them on on the clothes dryer. Actually, that's what we went to because the neighbors got to griping about the sound of the Mustang. So we figured out we could fasten her car seat to the dryer and throw some towels in there and she'd go to sleep too. That was the right vibration. Apparently it's the right one. So this study became significant after, uh, you know, they say drowsiness experience. After about 30 minutes, you could actually doze off so 
uh, all the more reason turn up the volume on the radio. Just listen yeah, to harmonic vibrations though they just they stay with you. But I've never had one that put me to sleep, irritate me. <laughs> but that's a, that's interesting. Yeah, that, it is that they proved that it is. Yeah. Hey, you'll have good vibrations on your car if you get it tuned up at uh, Cecil & Son Discount Tires in Sand Springs or in Sepulpa. And good vibrations is uh, good when you have tires because you don't want them vibrating, do you? <laughs> you want them pretty smooth. Yes. So if you've got a bump, a thump, a wobble, get that checked out. That may be a tire telling you it's uh, giving up the ghost. That's right. And uh, also uh, struts and uh, alignment. Uh, you guys check alignment, too. If you think it's pulling one way or the other, uh, you guys can say, yeah, you need to get this aligned and maybe some people some places i've known go in they just align it anyway but you guys check it out first and we check it out if it's not out of specs you know we're not going to adjust it and charge you for it if it is out of specs it's awfully cheap insurance on your tires and realistically given the really horrible state of oklahoma roads you should have it checked at least once a year um and it's probably going to be out because, again, our roads are just awful. Yeah, really. Any of the uh, some of the interstate, uh, the access ramps seem to be the worst. They just try to patch them up, and they just get worse and worse. It's really a mess. Cecil and Sun Discount Tires, Sand Springs and Sepulpa. You open to 3 o'clock today, and you got good rebates going on on tires. Yeah, a number of different rebates going on. You can hit CecilandSons.com to see them all, 730 to 530 weekdays, 730 to 3 on Saturdays. Get your headlamps cleaned with Lloyd's PC41 Plus headlamp restoration product. You can buy the kit there or you guys do it right there in the shop even. Absolutely. Just give us a call. We'd be happy to set up a time for you. Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology, uh, oil change special you've got going on this week at Tulsa Gas Tech. You bet. You call in, tell them you heard it on the radio, uh, talk to Lisa. She will get you hooked up. Um, just all you really need to do is just make the appointment. Uh, even if we get stacked up, we'll still honor it uh, here for a couple weeks and um, – Get it going. All right. And, and if you want to get information about, uh, you know, the DOT uh, regulations, safety inspections, you've got a special booklet that people can download for free and just look at, or you'll help them get up to compliance right there at Tulsa Gas Tech. Yeah, we'll take a quick look at your car or your truck. Uh, and then if, you know, we need to look at your files, we can do that. But, uh, you know, we're up to speed on helping you get compliant. But it's thousands of pages of these regulations, and you've kind of weeded it down to a little booklet that you've uh, – Kind of compressed. The Reader's Digest version, let's yep, say. the Reader's Digest. As long as you're not hauling hazmat, this book will tell you. Okay, very good. And you can download that on your website, too. Get more information on our wheels page at krfg.com. Guys, be careful. Get on and enjoy the nice weekend. A little rain, hopefully, will keep us, keep us from getting too thirsty this you weekend. You betcha. I'm going to get out of my boat. I like that. That sounds good to me. News is next on KRMG. Beep, beep, beep. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.